Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio Class is in session with host the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace, brings you the stories behind the glory. Hear from women and men who decided that life didn't define them. They were going to define themselves. Pen and papers ready. Class is now in session. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome to Define You Radio Classes in Session. Tonight's lesson is entitled On One Accord, and we are talking to a power couple. So if you guys could imagine what you think a power couple is, to me, they're they're a power couple, and we're going behind the scenes with PK and Kenya Kersey. PK runs That Suits You and specializes in providing suits, job training, and more. Miss Kenya is a fabulous, fabulous designer, and she even designed the beautiful, phenomenal, gorgeous dress that I wore at my annual event in 2016. And I'm looking forward to definitely getting some more of her wonderful designs. Uh, on top of all of this, you guys would think that, like, that's enough with what they have going on. They managed to run a household with a set of twins. If this is your first time joining us, thank you for letting me define your Tuesdays. I'm your host. Valencia Griffin Wallace, lifestyle designer, the Southern Vale of Bold. Make sure you follow the show on Blog Talk Radio, and you can connect with me at www.valenciagwallace.com. The Facebook page for tonight's mic dropping moment with the Curseys is Define You Radio on One Accord. So make sure you're following us on Facebook to keep up with what's going on on the show. Now, since February is not only the month of my birthday, it's not only Valentine's Day and a couple of other days. February is what I like to call the month of love. So rather you are married, single, or seeking, you will really appreciate tonight's show. With that being said, let's get it started. With PK and Kenya, are you guys there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Valencia. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey, PK. Yes, I'm here. I'm Yay. It, everything is great, warm, and lovely on my end here in Louisiana, um, which is probably why I love the South, you know? <laughs> so, um <laughs> I'm bragging a little bit for my listeners yeah. that aren't so, you know, aren't so fortunate to be able to wear sandals today like I was. It was quite warm here. Uh, guys, I know so so much about you guys, and I, I love you guys. You guys are like the, the power couple to me. And someone said, Valencia, do you know a power couple? Oh, of course I do. And it's you guys. So uh, ladies first. 
Kenya, if you want to tell the listening audience a little bit about you and what you do, that would be awesome. Well, thank you, Valencia. Thank you for having me on uh, your radio show. Um, I'm really excited. Um, I find it an honor to even be a part of this, and um, I thank you for allowing me and my husband to be on the show and just to talk about our experiences as business owners. Um, The name of my business is called Georgia Stitch, and what Georgia Stitch does is we provide custom-made designs for women who network with other women. Um, We have, well, I should say I have designed um, one-of-a-kind pieces as well as ready-to-wear pieces. And I've been in business for about three years full-time. I've always had a love and passion for fashion. And um, I'm just really excited about my business and just making women feel beautiful and just amazing in their clothing. Yay. And I know I felt like queen of the world in my dress. And I love that you said uh, one of a kind. Because I know, especially in the industry that I'm in, you know, you generally a woman doesn't want to go somewhere and see another woman with the same dress. Exactly. Um, but I felt like, um, you know, with just your passion for what you do and that energy was in, in the dress, and I truly felt phenomenal. So I just want to... Thank you, number one, for being on the show, and number two, for blessing me with your your talent and everything. It was my so, pleasure. Yay. My pleasure. Yes, <laughs> yay. <laughs> now, guys, if you guys have heard uh, Define You Radio or Define Yourself series, you've heard his voice before. He's been on the men, Define Yourself series, The Men Speak, and I think on another special that I did, but with that being said, I want to go ahead and introduce the the male uh, of the of the couple, the, the husband of the couple, Mr. PK. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, once again, thank you for having me. I always have a great time on your show. Um, I'm very excited to be here tonight. My name is PK Kersey. I'm the founder of That Suits You. And what that suits you is, it's a nonprofit organization that provides suits, ties, inspiration, uh, motivation, and training to men that are reentering the workforce and to high school seniors for prom and graduation. Uh, I also have a social media managing company where I help businesses increase their presence on social media. And um, just... Okay. PK, you still with us? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you kinda uh breaking up a little bit, but that's okay. We'll just we'll get it straight and keep it rolling. So I want to go directly in, in the into the questions that anyone would have. Knowing, knowing you guys, I'm sure, or hearing of you guys or seeing you guys, you know, I'm sure people have questions. So one of the things I, the first question I want to know, when did you, when did you guys meet? When and how did you guys meet? Um, we met in 1988. Um, 
I had a girlfriend who worked downtown Brooklyn at Woolworths uh, Discount Store. I don't know if they have one in uh, Louisiana or had one in Louisiana, but they had several here in New York and on the East Coast. And my girlfriend was working there, and I just came just to visit her. And I just so happened to see this handsome guy on the ladder working. (laughs) Notice I say he was working. He was working at a job. So he was Mm -hmm. working on the ladder. And um, I'm like, oh, wow. And my girlfriend, her name was Shalina at the time. I was like, oh, Shalina, who's that? You know, and she was like, oh, go and talk to him. And, you know, I was very timid and very shy then. I was only like, 18 years old, so I really wasn't like a person who would disapproach anyone. So um, she hooked it up. She um, told him about me, and he seen a picture of me, and we met. And, um, yeah, we've been together since. Yeah, so that's how we met. Yay. That's pretty accurate. (laughs) So, so, you know, this this beautiful young lady, you over there working hard, trying to, you know, make your man money and stuff. And this beautiful young lady sees you across the room, music playing, you're working from the ladder, which I think is like a, if y'all do a book, a couple books, that's the title right there, working from the ladder. So, uh, <laughs> so did you, did you know when you saw her, that this is it. This is this is lifetime. This is like this. This is my lady. Um, initially, no, I didn't. I didn't think that at first. <laughs> uh, we were we were very young. You know? <laughs> we were very young. I'm quite sure she didn't think that. Either. But uh, yeah, we were young, and you know, we were still into. And games and dating and checking each other out. So, you know, it was real, very early in the process. But I, one thing she always had was um, she had a very strong uh, work ethic. I mean, of course, I, I was very attracted to her. She's very pretty. But she had a very yes, strong work well, thank ethic. Thank you, baby. She's always <laughs> have like two and three jobs and stuff. So I was like, wow, you know, she, 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 she's, she's about that money. She's going to make some money. That was one of the things I really liked about it. <laughs> that that you saw that drive in her at a young age. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty awesome. So so Kenya, when did you know you were ready to cuff him or for my international audience uh who may not know what cuffing is, when did you know <laughs> I'm going to marry this guy? <laughs> Um, wow, I didn't really know that we were going to get married until, like, I guess I was maybe four years after I met him. Um, what happened was we, we're both born-again Christians, and um, <clears throat> I was um, involved with someone at the time when I met him, so this particular guy. <laughs> don't she laugh, honey, because you, you had someone, too, so don't try it. <laughs> I mean, you know, we were young, so you know, we were young. So anyway, (laughs) anyway, um, the person that I was with at the time, we did not share the same goals spiritually. So uh, 
I left him. I decided that, you know what, this is not going to work. And I'm so glad that I found out at an early age that, yeah. you know, if you have a goal and if you have a standard that is very important that whoever you hook up with or married or or decide to fall in love with has, has the same goals, especially when it comes to your spiritual walk. It's very important. Yeah. So... Um, <clears throat> I guess he became, I was, I, I became, I was born again or came or I accepted Christ at 18. He did at around 21, 22. So he got serious about his spiritual walk uh, with God and he, we both are serious now. So then we were just ready to get married then. And I think then our reasons for getting married was definitely not, wouldn't be the same as if we were to get if we were to get married today. Um, <clears throat> however, we did get married, and it was the right choice. And we just wanted to be um, spiritually connected and also pleasing to God at the time. So, fortunately, it really worked out for us, and we've been married almost twenty five years. So, you know, I really thank God can for I, that. Can I expand on that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, basically she was saying we were together and we were in the church, but we didn't want to, you know, have sex outside of marriage. So we didn't get married mm-hmm. just to have sex, but it was, that played a part in it. Understood. That was the icing on the let's jump the broom cake. <laughs> Right. Reasons to get married. This one is written (laughs) and highlighted. (laughs) Basically. Right. But I I I mean that mm -hmm. No, go ahead. No, I was I was saying so that just goes back to where I was saying just being on one accord as far as spiritually. We both wanted to one of our goals was to be pleasing to God and to keep ourselves um, sexually. So because we were on the same plane or on the same um, level as far as our, our thinking, it was mm-hmm. just easier to get together and, you know, to get married. So, Yay. Yay. I love it. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening, ladies and gentlemen, for the cuffed, uncuffed, and hoping to be cuffed. Listen in. Okay. Class is truly in session. So how much later, um, you know, after you guys got together, after the marriage, how much later did you guys realize that, you know, your your passion and your purpose? Uh, that's well, a good for question. me, I always – oh, go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. You go – <laughs> well, for me, um, I always was passionate about fashion, but I didn't have direction. So because mm-hmm. I didn't have direction, I looked for my purpose in other areas that had nothing to do with the purpose that God gave me. So it took a, it took me a while to really realize, like, okay, I'm supposed to be on this path. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be making beautiful garments for beautiful women who want to feel beautiful. And But it took a long time for me to get there because I was so distracted by um, outside 
um, uh, opinions, you, opinions from your family, your friends, what you see on the media, things of that nature. So um, it took a while. I, I want to say maybe 15 years into the marriage when I realized this is what I should be doing. Hmm. Good, good answer. Good. I, I love how you put it um, because a lot of times I think in just doing stuff, um, we do stuff because it, you know, we're maybe passionate about it, but that doesn't mean necessarily it's your purpose. I'm good at drawing. I, I'm passionate about it. Am I? Is my goal to be the next Da Vinci or Van Gogh? Um, yeah, no, not not at this day and age, you know. Um, right, right. But I I love I love how you put that, and. Did did you guys, PK, did your passion, your purpose, did it come around the same time, or was it the discussion that she had about hers that kind of helped you? Actually, I, I, I believe that I was doing things that was close to what I'm supposed to be doing now, like I was in church, I was helping a lot of individuals, I was an assistant, I was teaching, I was doing a lot of teaching. I, I actually had trying to do different businesses, uh, so I had the idea, but I, did, yeah, I didn't have the specific as far as what I was exactly supposed to be doing. I think I was in training and I was close to it, you know, because I, I, I was doing a lot of speaking and things like that, but as far as having my own business, no, I was more so helping other people to run their business or run their ministry. So I was like, uh, I was more of a Scottie Pippen helping Mike, Michael Jordan. It wasn't until so she much was later. It wasn't until much, much later, or like within the last few years that, you know, I started the dad suits you and the social media and writing the book. So I think, I knew it was some things that I was supposed to be doing, but mm-hmm. I had put it more so on the back burner to help other people uh, accomplish what they wanted, what they were doing. Understood. Understood. And I think we do do that a lot. What I find very interesting is that even though what you guys do is different, both of them uh, in a way you know, has to do with fashion. Did you, did Kenya, did you know he was fashionable when you met him? Oh, he definitely was fashionable. He, oh my goodness, he, <laughs> wow, when I first met him, he always wore like the latest name brand. He always wanted to stand out. He, it was one time of his young adult years where he had like this high top, like it had to be about ten feet tall, <laughs> a blonde streak in the middle picture. of it. <laughs> I need to he would, I mean, he would all he would wear these like platform shoes, polka dot shirts. <laughs> he was, all, but be, that's because he liked to stand out. So he mm-hmm. always was fashionable. He just loved fashion as far as, and it's funny because it, he, I wouldn't say that he was like a a follower of any trend. It was just more so when yeah. I seen him, I seen a person who was unique in his style of dressing. So, yeah. Wow. 
I, I just need that picture, and that will make my 2017 uh, or, or some something. Because I couldn't picture. Because guys, if you are connected with uh, PK or Miss Kenyon, have seen pictures of PK, you know he has no hair. So picturing, you know, picturing him, you know, with with ten feet, you know, my imagination is like, I'm 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 picturing it in my head. Thank you for the visual. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, you know, PK, with what you were saying, and even with what uh, Kenya just followed up with, what you guys' past, even with you guys getting together, and you know, she's fashionable, you with your high top and polka dots, and you guys' past prepared you for what you're doing now. Do you, is it kind of like now you kind of have like, oh, okay, this is why everything else happened? Uh, it's funny. We were talking about this earlier, how, you know, you say, what would you do differently? But when you think about it, we really believe that everything that we went through actually prepared us for the time of now. So, I mean, it's hard to say, well, I would have did this differently or I would have changed this, right. did this. But everything that we've gone through, we've learned so many lessons and so many trials and tests. Yeah. It's like it's, it, it was like it fortifies you and prepares you for everything that's going to come and that's coming. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Love and, it. Love and it. to add to that, to add to that, he um, – I mean, at the time, of course, we didn't know that this is what God had intended for us to be business owners when we first met each other. Um, All we know is he's cute, I'm cute, you know, let's get together. That's the type of situation it was. (laughs) Right, let's be cute together. Let's have some cute kids, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, but we had no idea that we would both be in business, Um. Now, you know, even though, like, he worked for, I worked for a business owner for for years, and I learned the ins and outs, the good and the ugly, I mean, the good and the bad and the ugly about owning a business because mm-hmm. I worked very closely to a person who was in business. And I had no idea that I would be actually running my own business um just from that experience but because of the things that I did experience throughout the years it just helped me to deal with what I'm um doing now or helped me to run a business more efficiently and more effectively. Mm. Love that. Love that. And do you find that um, cuz I know this is like a question a lot of times women and I'll say men too. We have a hard time managing being single. I'm not included in that number, but uh you know, let's say <laughs> someone has a has a 9 to 5 and they're trying to manage, you know, working a job and managing home. So with growing businesses and then beautiful twins, how do how do you get 24 hours in 24 hours. <laughs> wow. Like, do y'all have, like, an extra a extra hour in there? Um, you know, I have questions. 
Wow. One thing say is that sometimes, you know, when I lay my head down at night, or I'm quite sure when she does too, you think like, like how 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 can this continue, or how can you know how is it going on? But, I mean, you think about you think about the church, ministry, marriage, kids that suits you, social media, making clothing, uh, telephone interviews, speaking. It, it does seem like a lot, and if you think about it like that, it, it can overwhelm you. But what, ha- what you have to do is just plan, communicate, and to um, just enjoy every second. Because if you think about the huge picture all the time, you get, you get you know, drained and stressful because you think, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do it, I got to clean up, I got to make sure the house is clean, I got to go to work, I got to do this or this. But if you take it one step at a time and enjoy every moment, communicate, listen, honey, I got to do this today. I know you got that going on tomorrow. I know you need a few hours or four hours to make this outfit. You got to do this. You got to radio. If you communicate and enjoy every moment, it makes it a lot easier. And also it helps to help have a person, your mate who's in business also. They know how important business is and how much time it takes and how it can be, uh, how much time it takes to do certain things. So that helps to have someone who who's understanding of that. Aw, I love that. You guys, mm-hmm. if you're taking notes with today's session, write it down, <laughs> plan, communicate, enjoy every second. Because I think a lot of yeah. times we forget number three. Great tip, CK. He came, he came with it today. He came with it. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You just... <laughs> Well, 24 hours, um, there's no such thing as fitting 24 hours in the 24 hours because it's just so, to me, it isn't, because it's so much to do, you know. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a lot to do. And I was talking to DK earlier about as far as time management. A lot of times, <clears throat> in order to run an effective home, an effective business, love life, so on and so forth, you just have to make time management a habit. You know, it can't be like yeah. off the off the fly. It's got to be. You have to consistent. A lot of times, people don't know how to manage their times because they don't make it a habit of writing your to do list, um, making a schedule, looking at your calendar. It has to be a habit. Otherwise, you're not going to at one point or in an area where sometimes you're just going to fall short and things are going to start falling in the cracks. And I have to be honest with you, I'm still, that's a challenge for me to juggle all of this, you know, juggling the kids, uh, the marriage, uh, church. It's still a challenge for me, but I do realize that um, I get what needs to be done, done. If it's important Mm -hmm. enough, I get it done. And I, you know, set priorities, like what is important, what needs to be done now, you know, and what can wait, or what should I delegate, or what should I just leave alone and just say, okay, we're just not doing it, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. we'll pick it up next year maybe. So it's just a matter of you just being flexible and realizing that there's not, you might have a schedule, you might have a to-do list, but it might be those weeks or those days where you're going to get distracted or with interruptions you got to be flexible. You can't get frustrated or overwhelmed because these things happen. <clears throat> it's part of life. So Exactly. And I'm learning, mm-hmm. 
just with managing, you know, my home, even though, you know, my son's 19, I'm still having to manage. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with my with my husband, work schedule is crazy, and running a business and doing everything else, it can get overwhelming. And sometimes right. you just want to shut down and shut it out. Ooh, and I, when I feel like that, I'll just, yes. Lord. Yeah. And yes. I'll, because something, I was listening to T.D. Jakes the other day, and something he said kind of put everything in perspective. He said, feed what feeds you. Mm. Good. And I was like, what? It's that simple? You know, I, and I guess in order. So I realized, you know, as, as a woman in business still with a, a husband and kids, you still have to make sure home is happy because you can dominate the world, but if you don't want to go home at the end of the day, you know. Right, exactly. So how, how do you how do you guys keep it keep it warm in the household? Keep it lovely and you know, how do y'all how do y'all keep that keep it flowing? Y'all have um I know I know um one thing that I do that I know that she likes is uh sometimes she just wants me to listen to her. Um mm. not always say I'd always give her what I think. Uh, just listen. Um, be there for her. Give her a hug. Uh, just a few minutes ago, we were talking and just rubbing her feet, you know, relaxing her so that, you know, she's, she can uh, relax and, you know, just enjoy the moment. Talk and um, hear her out. Listen. You know, sometimes, you know, we say that women talk too much, but <laughs> sometimes they just want to they want us to listen. So just sometimes listening to what she has to say. And um yeah, definitely. Uh date night is important. Um going out to eat, again listening, um, making her feel special. Uh as I realize if I the more that I can make her feel special the more that she can make me feel special. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I, I mean, as far as... And least he's honest. He, he said it. Men, y'all hear that? PK is like dropping ninja nuggets to get y'all right with your ladies at home. Make her feel special so she can make you feel special. That's what I have to say. Kenya. <laughs> well, basically, well, basically, a lot of what he said is what we try to do. We we have a lot of conversations together. We laugh a lot. We enjoy one another. And my husband is my best friend, so... He, um, because he is my best friend, you know, I confide in him, he confides in me, and we, it just feels good to be able to be around someone and just be yourself. Like, if something is going yeah. wrong in my business that day, I can't cry to him, you know, and I can talk to him about it. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's just good to know that I have someone I can come to who, who, um, who understands but still, 
encourages me and motivates me, you know, <clears throat> and tells me, like, go listen, girl, this is it. This is how business goes. You know, you just got to brush it off and keep it moving, you know. And sometimes I don't want to hear that, but right. because he's in my corner and he motivates me and, you know, and pushes me, you know, that's really good. So it makes me even want to love him more. And the fact that we're building together helps a lot as well, you know. So it's easy to, you know, be come home and still want to be around each other because we bounce ideas off of each other and we talk. Um, when it comes to talking about business, we talk about business, but then when we have other things to talk about, we also can talk about that. And, and PK is extremely funny. He is very, he is hilarious. I, I can imagine. So, <laughs> so he'll have me in stitches. So, you know, so, you know, he really helps make the environment comfortable and warm as well. Yeah. You know what? I love what, um, I love that you said about him being your best friend. Um, right. And I tell people this because my husband is my best friend. You know, I could tell him the good, bad, and ugly. I could do that ugly cry. I could do my ridiculous <laughs> laugh. I could be like 150% Valencia. And I think that's where a lot of people mess up in relationships because they don't, they're, that's not their best friend, you know? Right. And I think that's like a, the key, one of the keys to a successful relationship is that is your best friend. No one should know more about you than the person you're married to. Right. That's my personal feeling. Right. So, uh, question. PK, can you sew? Yeah. And if, if okay, so I wasn't prepared for you to answer me that quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you ever had to, uh, Put in, put that wrist to work, so to speak, on one of Miss Kenya's designs. I can't do anything involved sewing. Only thing I can do is <laughs> what I did today. She asked me to pick up some material from the store of Manhattan. The store picked it up, okay. and I had her on a video call so she could see what it looked like. To make sure you got the right stuff? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So the twins, how how was that moment when you like, yay, we're pregnant. Hold up, it's two. Like, what was that moment like? Well, um, wow, this that moment, that experience was really uh, endearing and. Exciting because we, um, and I know my husband doesn't mind if I share this, and it's part of our story, so I don't mind sharing it. Um, mm-hmm. We had struggled with having kids for years. So, um, you know, we had to go and get medical help. You know, we did in vitro. And um, <clears throat> so it really wasn't a surprise when we were going to have right. twins because, of, you know, the doctor basically said you're going to have multiples. So, you know, because of the whole process, we really wasn't surprised about having twins, but we were still happy because now we were able right. for years, we didn't have kids and now we're able to have kids. 
so that was you have exciting. Two. And I was, yeah, we have two. Yeah, two beautiful boys. We love them. And, you know, we just, as far as I'm concerned, they are one of the best things that's, that have happened to us in our relationship. They bring light to the home. They just, just being able to pour into their lives and to nurture them, that's just really a beautiful thing. Aw. That makes me want to have twins. <laughs> and then I realized my son is 19, and then I babysit. <laughs> um, you know. Do you guys have plans to e- expand the family? No. Yes. No. <laughs> oh. Was that was that not one of the pre show discussions? Because <laughs> I heard a yes and I heard a no. <laughs> no, we're not. No. Is that is that a no? Yeah, it's a no. We no, we're not having anymore. We're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stop the phones. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> So no 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 hopes of a a little diva that you could, you know do designs on. No, no. I have two nieces that I can borrow. Oh okay. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <mm-mm. laughs> we are good. <laughs> yeah, how good, how good, and yeah, they we, are. Yeah, we like I said. They're beautiful, handsome young young men. I, I love seeing seeing them and just seeing you guys' uh, inner interaction through pictures. You know, like you could see see the love. I know one of the th- discussions we had before I got my dress last year. I was like, I love your energy. Like I feel like I know you. Like I just love everything about you, and I want that energy in in my dress. And I could feel you guys, just, you know, I'm serious. That was my exact words. I probably sounded a little stalkery, yeah. but I knew what I was trying to say. <laughs> I got you. I and, got you. Uh, <laughs> and I and I see that that energy, that care in 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 you guys' pictures of you know of you individually, or you guys with your family. Like I see that, and I just think you guys are really really awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's what I had to say. So, what you. did you learn? Thank you. Yay! What did you What <laughs> did you guys learn in 2016 that you wish you knew before 2016? Um, well, what? I would just say one thing is sometimes that I always throw around, throw around the Kenyas that. Um, I actually wrote a couple of articles about it too. It's just sometimes that the the um, you expect sometimes you expect more from certain people in your in your life uh-huh. that you even friends. With. Right. And but you know, as we talk about it, you know, people got other things going on in their life and other things is happening. But while you're going through it, you think that you would, you know, you say, "Wow, I would expect more things to happen or more support." But you can't yeah. look at it that way. This is this is your dream. This is your vision. You have you. You're the one with the passion and responsibility to bring it to pass. But uh, you get started and say, "Oh, I got this person to help. I got this person. This person is gonna do this," and nobody winds up doing anything. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
Stay back. It, you got <laughs> got to get over that quick, otherwise your whole business life you'll be thinking right. or upset, or frustrated with people, and they may not even know why. Hmm. Right. You hit the. I know well, you me. hit the nail on the head for so many people because that, that's yes. a. Because you always hear about people saying uh, about having support and, you know, from the people that knew you when, you know, and in an in a ideal world or in, in a world we would create, that's how it would be. But that's not always the reality, and that is a very – I learned that same lesson in 2016, you know. Wow. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Man. Can you? What would you say you learned in in 2016? The same. <clears throat> well, um, as far as the support, um, I don't really. I can't. I know that some people don't support me, but I'm fine with it. I'm not. I'm. I'm not like upset about it because it's kind of expected. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I might say that. It just doesn't bother me as much as it might, PK. But one thing that I can say that I did learn in 2016 was uh, not to procrastinate on opportunities. When opportunities come, just jump right into it. Don't worry about the ins and outs. Don't worry about the details. Just get started. Because a lot of times there are some bad opportunities and there are some good opportunities but if you don't get started, then how do you know which one is good and bad? You know, you have to start somewhere and just see how um, if it plays out, you know. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be strategic. Yes, you should be um, strategic. But a lot of times we don't take advantage of opportunities because we're scared or we're just so worried about how is this going to happen, what do we need to do, what I don't have what I should have, and you just have to sometimes right. just go for it and just let the doors open, you know, and that's one thing that I learned in 2016. I, I love that. And I I would rather, and I think more people need to take that attitude, like what you just said, I would rather do something and find out, you know, good, bad, or ugly what happened than not do it and, and regret for the rest of my life on what right. could have happened. Right. You know, right. like you never, you never know. You know, I'm right. So I love, I love that. And guys, if you're following us on Facebook, make sure you put any uh, comments, any nuggets you're picking up. I'm dropping some. If you have any questions or comments and want to get on the line, just press one, and you can get on Define You Radio with me and the and the Kirsty. So with that being said, rolling on, that time goes by so fast. We like, yes. I'm just so excited to have you guys on. So next question, how, okay, so being that both of you guys have businesses and then you have home, do you ever have a certain day or time that you say, okay, after 5 p.m., we're not talking any business? Do you do that or just kind of cold? you know, everything mingles together. It's kind of hard to do that because, um, like, I I do, I work at at my state, at the state job, 
during the day. Then also during lunch, I do some that sushi work. Uh, and when I come home, it's usually, you know, spend time with the boys. Um, she's made dinner, so I feed them. I give them a bath, get them ready for bed. And then while I'm putting them to bed or after bed, I, I have to do social media work for my business and other people's business who I'm managing. So it's really kind of hard. And then usually at that time, she's sewing, she has projects. So it's very challenging. But if we go out, like we went out to breakfast the other day, we do put the phones down. Because, you know, the phone, if, as long as you have that phone, that can be an easy, easy distraction to spending time uh-huh. and enjoying each other. But um, so it's hard to do it during the week. But when we go out or we make a plan to do something together, that's when we focus on okay, let's let's spend some time, let's talk, let's put the phones down, or we or we spending time time with the kids. You know, we don't want to be on the phone about the limited time that we with them. So we try to, even though they, you know, Kel wants to be on the phone all the time, but um, you know, so we just try to make time for each other. Right. Um, we just pretty much, yeah, we, um, I just think that a lot of times we have to do things um, <clears throat> just when we have time. Like, you have to be spontaneous with it. And it, it'll be some days. And then you also have to know what's going on, what's the energy in your household. Like, like I can tell when my husband needs some quality time, you know, and he can right. tell when I need quality time. So you just have to know each other. Well enough. What do you mean by just to know? <laughs> what do I mean by quality yeah. time? Well, what you what do you want me to mean by quality time? <laughs> Basically, intimacy for him is intimacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just have to. You just have to know your your mate. Like we know each other. We know like okay, we are spending too much time on our business right now. Let's put the phone down. Let's turn it off. Let's go to bed early. Like me, for me, it's like. Okay, I'm going to bed early. Let me just watch TV with my husband or, you know, whatever, just to have that intimacy at the time and just to know, like, listen, you know, it's not all about business. I love you, and I, you know, I still want to be around you. I still want to be in your presence, you know, and I appreciate you. And you have to show that. You know, it's one thing to say it, but you have to show it by Uh spending time and making time for your mate. And I'm I'm sure there's a certain look in the eyes <laughs> that that uh, silent communication between couples. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that heavy breathing in case you don't pick up on the signal. Yes. And I'm I'm just saying maybe it's just my household, <laughs> but you you know. <laughs> yeah. So. Just send me a text saying uh, what you doing or what time you go to work tomorrow or you still up. You know, usually when I that's like a signal. Mhm. <laughs> Women are, are, well, no, are more more verbal. You just shoot them a text. Yeah. I need my feet rubbed. <laughs> uh, it'll be good for you later. <laughs> Well, I would say that PK is very verbal. Like he'll just tell me. So, and if he tells me too often, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's time to, you know, he needs some quality time. So, yeah. <laughs> so who? So do both of you guys cook? 
who does the cooking in the household? Oh, me. I cook. Me, I cook. I mean, PK tries, but I do most of the cooking. <laughs> Is it like he tries and he starts and you have to go finish? Is it the cleanup, possible kitchen fire, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> No, it's just like I just have to. I have a habit of just kind of overseeing it. Like if he cooks, like micromanaging him and making sure you know he puts in the right seasoning, he doesn't burn mm-hmm. the pots or whatever. So you know, so but I do most of the cooking in the house. And um, I I mean when I do cook, I don't cook every day, but I do cook at least three to um four times a week. And um. I make sure I have like leftovers a, a night, and maybe it'll be a night we'll go out or order in or whatever. Um, but I try to. I like to cook when I do cook because he loves my cooking, and my kids love my cooking, so that what? makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> you know that oh, I can cook. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yay! So um, Yay. I know in in my household. Sometimes I'll go on a cooking binge, and I always say this mm-hmm. at every meal. Y'all enjoy it because you know I don't like to cook. Um, <laughs> in fact, when me and my husband was dating, because you know how you hear the, the saying, uh, the way to a man's heart is his stomach. And I told him, I said, if that if you're that type of man, I am not that type of woman. I can cook. <laughs> however, so when so I'll go on the binge and I'll cook for like a week or something, and then after that I'm like, look, everybody in this house is grown. If y'all starve, then I don't know, and then I'll feel bad and then start cooking, and then I'll threaten that we're gonna go vegetarian. Um, yeah, I have to do what works <laughs> that day. Yeah. So, so <laughs> what? Um, do you guys consider your businesses separate? Like you have yours and he has his. Yeah, I mean, it is, we do consider it separate because it's just so different. I mean, even though we're both dealing with clothing, it's still uh-huh. different. Like mine's is more hands-on where his is not as as hands-on as mine. And um, his his business requires him to be out more outside of the house right. more, um, going networking events, speaking engagements. Where I'm here, I'm home more, most of the time running my business. So he, um, yeah, I would say we are definitely, we run our business separately um, with the exception of we're always trying to make, make sure that we're communicating our meeting dates right. and things of that nature so we won't have any conflicts. Is but, there but, any, go ahead, PK. To go along with that, it's also a, a lot of co-promotion. Like the fashion show that's coming up, right. we're involved in her fashion show. Right. Um, I do social media for her business. Um, also, uh, like when I I met a couple of clients who collect women's clothing, and I mentioned uh, what Kenya does. So it's always, even though it's separate, it's always going to be, when there's an opportunity to slip one of us in right. to do something, right. it's definitely, it's definitely right. there. Right. I, like I we're always that. referring each other. Yeah, we're always like finding clients for each other, 
you know, I might be trying to get customers and they'll mention something that I know that my husband can help them out with. So, you know, I'll just refer them to him. So, you know, we're always helping each other out that way as well. So, Is there any plans to do a joint business? Well, the only thing we spoke about was being that you called us on the show <laughs> was to do, to do, you know, being, we have been married for 24 years, so we do have some right. information that can definitely be beneficial to other people. So, I mean, it's something to think about. I don't know how she's not as excited on speaking as maybe I may be, but you never know how things work out. Like I said earlier, your path prepares you. I'm yes. just going to drop that there. I'm just saying. So, because uh, you guys definitely have a phenomenal, uh, y'all purposes in, in, in life, your passions, what you do and who you are, uh, it's definitely a phenomenal story. So I know, you know, a lot of people, whether they're single or married, can learn a lot. You know, because you see a lot of women, and it's like we got like seven minutes, but I have to get this in. You see a lot of women that say, I want a man with X, Y, Z, and then start back A, B, C. And then you see a lot of men that say the same. But what I realized, and even listening to you guys' story, you knew your foundation, you know, and then – the the goals and everything else came afterwards, you know, um, or came into play. And then the business, it wasn't, you know, you guys expecting one thing from the other from jump. So what do you, what do you say to that to people that's wanting the other person to have check A through Z before they even date? Well, I mean, well, I mean, I'm, go ahead, babe. No, I said that you're pretty have if you have one through ten of things that must there may be a few up there that will be up there but some may may not i mean that's just a a, a reality um especially as we get older i mean as you get younger you can have a list of 40 things mm-hmm. but as you get older you, you know you may have to make some adjustments no i'm believing for all right. of them well i mean that sometimes they wait I know a lot of a lot of successful business women, a lot of successful business women who are single. I mean, whatever, yes. for whatever reason, it's more women than men. But maybe you know, sometimes I just I just know a lot, and a lot of times they say that they have certain requirements that they you know that mm-hmm. they want to go by. One thing I definitely will say is that if you want a, a spouse, well, my spouse they got them. I want them to be a, a business owner, entrepreneur. I want them to make a lot of money. If that's one of your definite requirements, then one thing that you're going to have to expect is for that person to be busy doing, it's going to be times when they won't probably give you as much time as you want to be with them. Uh-huh. Because it's hard to right. be somebody that much want, but still run a successful business. I mean, it's just, it's just hard. Unless you're already up at the top of the, if you're building, that's going to be challenging. So um, right. you know, I want them to they do this. You got to know that they're going to be spending a lot of time. Um, so it's very important to communicate and to be mature in the relationship because that's really going to put a strain on a relationship. Right, right. 
agree. I agree. Kenya, you have something to add? Oh, well, it's that person, if a person has like 20 to 40 things on their list uh, as far as requirements for their mate, um, I would say that there has to choose like maybe one or two, maybe three that are deal breakers because the right. other part, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like I absolutely cannot live without this or I must have that. that mm-hmm. And then the other parts you have to, you got to have to be willing to compromise and um, be flexible because you're marrying a human being. You're not marrying a robot, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> And I mean, you should have standards. I, I I think all women should have standards because if you don't have standards, and you should set them standards kind of high because you want there's just certain things that you shouldn't want or shouldn't have to go without. So um, uh-huh. just whatever those standards are, just keep to those. But um, just also realize that the other twenty three things that's on your list. You have to be flexible. Right? You have to because Agreed. you're not going to have, yeah, yeah. And I I agree with both of you guys' tips. Um, like PK, and I'm sure you know a lot, Kenya. I know a lot. I know more single women than married women. Um, and what I, and it's it's that checklist. It's that. Because uh, a lot of them will have a checklist, but then they won't stick to the checklist and then try to go back mm-hmm. to the checklist, you know, like what's important, mm-hmm. you know, right. what, what what's right. really important. And I and we have to look, I mean, money, yeah, it's great, but at the end of the day, it comes and goes. Right. You know, right. so what's important? Is it is it? opening doors? Is it being a gentleman? Is it, you know, making you laugh and being your best friend? You know, right. so I... Y'all are so much on one accord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have like two minutes left, and I want to make sure that the audience knows how to in touch with you guys, you know, so they could find out more about your businesses and organizations, so... Go ahead and give your social media information or your website. PK, we'll start with you. Uh, well, thank you again for having us. We had a great time. We shared, and uh, it was fun. Uh, people can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at that suits you and at PK's pitch. That's at that suits you. T h a t s u i t s y o u or PK's Pitch, K-S-P-I-T-C-H. And you can also see the work we're doing with the nonprofit, giving suits and collecting suits, doing workshops and presentations at www.thatsuitsuit.org. And they can also visit my blog where uh, I write articles, I have guest writers, and see what, what we have coming up on PK's Pitch. That's www.pkspitch.com. And um, next coming up is my book, which should be out within the next couple months. I've been working on it for a while. I'm very excited about it. It's called um, I Want to Talk to a Supervisor. It's a, self, it's a self-help book for self-discipline. <laughs> we have like eight seconds left. 
I don't know if it's going to hang up. We'll make sure all the information, guys, is posted. See you um, See you guys next Tuesday. Pens and papers down. Class is officially over. I will make sure that um, the information to get in touch with PK and Miss Kenya is posted on the Facebook page and also the show notes for Blog Talk Radio. Um, remember, only you can define you. Have a great week.